Southeast Radio's morning mix. Chat, news, and your views. Alan Corcoran. Tony, how are you? Good morning, Alan. How are you? Right. The Good comments morning, att- the comments attributed to the former minister there, Paul, in relation to a mad, crazy idea. Do you agree or disagree with it as a matter of interest, Tony? I absolutely agree with Paul. Unfortunately, I didn't hear the interview, but the sentiment as outlined by yourself there, I, I totally, I'm totally for. We have a kind of a populism with politicians at the moment uh, that whatever the crisis, let's throw money at it. We don't have the money. The COVID has caused huge loss of earnings for many, many people and for the government as well. They're no different. Basically, they can only give out the money they take in. And when we say we should do this, we should do that, I think politicians particularly saying we should give money here or there, they should be asked, where does it come from? Does it come from our education budget? Does it come from our health budget? You know, does it come from a budget for disability? Because all of those would be underfunded at the moment. So I agree with Paul in a nutshell, yes. Right. The reason you and I are chatting today is we had a chat yesterday. You've just been reappointed as the Irish language officer for the GAA. And the last text we took in on the programme yesterday was from a listener who would dearly love to get her love and her knowledge of the Irish language and to be able to speak it again, Tony. And I was thinking about this overnight. I was saying is the GAA clubs have played a huge part during the last pandemic. We're coming into the winter nights now. They, they, most of them have wonderful facilities. And also there could be a lot of people who are fluent in Irish language within the GA clubs. Is it something that you, as a language officer with Wexford GA, would look at? If you wouldn't have it in Irish club, could there be a possibility of doing Irish language lessons within the GA itself, within the clubhouses? Absolutely, uh, Alan. And just let me say at the outset that Wexford has launched a strategic plan. I think I heard you talk to our chairman, Michal Martin, about it. But it's basically championed and chaired and launched by Hall recently. And while that is very much about increasing participation levels, uh, developing infrastructure, developing coaching, there is a huge section devoted to the promotion and the, pre- and the appreciation of our heritage and our culture. And as you probably know, Hall is very much given to that, being a moonshore and a, a pre-idge. He's very much into the Irish language. So I'll be working. Uh, that would be my guidelines uh, for a start. Now, would I encourage Irish? Yes, and I think I can, I can give two reasons. Quickly, one of them is kind of a funny thing for doing Irish because when we were at school, we were never, very often we weren't told why you should do it. Anyhow, the cultural side was put to one side, the economic side we heard about. And there, was a, there is a very good friend of mine who is living in, in London for many, many years. His children, he's a member of the travelling community, uh, Jim, Jim Connors, God rest him, from Kilmore Quay, who would be known by many, many people. I'm talking about Jim's son, Mickey, Mickey from Kilmore, who subsequently went to live in Adamstown and then went to London. I encourage him to come to Bristol on vacation, and I think Mickey was probably the first member of the travelling community to go to secondary school in Wexford anyhow. But I didn't do an awful lot of Irish with him. He was more into learning to write and read and all that kind of stuff, English rather than Irish. But I met Mickey at the, the, the centenary of the founding of the GAA in London. It was found here in 1884, who's a little bit later over there. And Mickey's three children, all under the age of 14, born and reared in London, were singing and conversing in Gwelga. Wow. Now, Mickey and myself got chatting, and I said to Mickey, Mickey, how come I couldn't push Irish into your head in Kilmore? And he said a very uh, relevant thing. He said, you never told me there was money in it. <laughs> so maybe maybe we didn't talk enough about the economic reasons. But to be honest, Alan, 
if you do Irish primary school, secondary school, you know, if you want to become a member of the Garda Síochána Civil Service, whatever, mm-hmm. uh, there is a role for Irish and, of course, teaching Irish. The other one is far more important than what you're talking about. It's culture. Yes. The Irish language is who we are. Hmm. And the lady who phoned in yesterday, if she can get a book, it costs about 20 euro. A friend of mine uh, gave it to me there recently. It's called 32 Words for Field. And because Irish was mainly a spoken language, you didn't have TV on the Blasket Islands, you didn't have too many radios, if any, especially when Peg Sayers, my old favourite, was writing Peg, which probably tortured you for your leading, sir. Definitely. Yeah. Peg, yeah. (laughs) But... Oh, but what they did have was Peg said we live under the protection of each other hmm. so they had neighbours dropping in to see how you we were keeping you know how was uh, the fishing going and they had that coming together the same with, with uh, Tommaso Crean who wrote that beautiful book on Trelano translated into many languages and I think we need to do more and we, I will certainly be attempting to do it and I know I'll have the support of all GA people yeah. to promote that side of the language along of the language that tells us where we came from. Yeah. There's a book written called, by a guy called Mencon uh, Nangon, 32 Words for Field, given to me lately by a good friend of mine. Yes. There are 32 words in the Irish language to describe a field. Field. There are about, I think, 40 words to describe a hole. If it's a hole in the ground, we say powl. If it's a hole made by a fish, depending on the type of fish, there are about four other different words. So because it was so conversational, because it encapsulates the culture of the past, of our past, mm. because it tells us where we come from. And if you don't know where you come from, you certainly won't know where you're going. Yeah. It tells us all of that. So, mm. yes, I will be attempting through the strategic plan to promote that and maybe little conversational pieces between primary schools or between clubs and if the language is broken, if you don't know all the Irish, what about it? Yeah, what about the suggestion, Tony? It may not be feasible to do Irish language classes in every clubhouse of every GA club in the county, but yeah. even within the districts, if there were central spots where people could go on a Monday or Tuesday night, yeah, people, well, I certainly people will look at that. Yeah, people I, willing I, I to teach I'm, the language, yeah? Yeah, would you believe it? In my childhood, when I was eight or nine, the local DEC, the Vocational Education Committee, I ended up working with them for many years after. They're now the WWE TV. They used to send out a Mr. Lynch to Davidstown to the band room to teach Irish. There was an Irish class. So people who didn't like Irish in the primary school because maybe of how it was taught, the emphasis was on grammar rather than the spoken word because of people being embarrassed if they weren't good at Irish. But the WWETB, I will be talking... Uh, to their chief executive, Kevin Lewis. You've had him on, I heard him on your radio there one morning. Yes. Uh, And maybe we could combine with them to do Irish language, but certainly the GEA will facilitate the teaching of Irish wherever uh, wherever people would like to have it. Absolutely. Wish you well, Tony, in your new role. You've had so many roles, but you've come out of retirement to take on this role again, so we wish you the very best of luck with it, and do keep us up to date. And if there are developments for that listener, and for anyone else within the GA, where in the long winter nights, if there were classes, and even if they were set up by district and organised by the GA, will you let us know, and I'll pass it on to the listeners. Uh, Absolutely, Alan. By God, I'm that is uh, Tony Dempsey there former manager of both the Wexford senior football and hurling teams and now the newly installed reinstalled Irish language officer for the GAA Southeast Radio's morning mix 
chat, news and your views.